three this morning. If you remember, well, I have to tell you what it is first, don't But um, Brother Jeffries just recently, wasn't too long ago, he preached from this uh, story I like to read today, Second Kings chapter 4. And uh, you remember the story of the willow and the pot of oil. If you would stand with me this morning, we if we could, we'll read. Amen. Starting with chapter four, verse one, it says, Now, and there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondsmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what has thou in the house? And she said, Thy handmaid have not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, Borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So he, she went from him, and she shut the door upon her and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pray, pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children uh, of the rest. I'd like to minister upon something, a thought that I'd like to... Uh, what to do when you don't know what to do. Amen. What to do when you don't know what to do. Will you pray, Lord? I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, another time. Be in your house, Lord. I need your touch today. Lord, I need your healing. I need your anointing. Lord God, I need your, Lord, your confident, mighty God, look for the Holy Ghost to move in this service. And, Lord, I'll give you the praise and the glory, and the honor. Hallelujah. And I ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. You know, this is a very interesting story. This is a story of a lady who um, uh, um, had just lost her, a husband. And um, for whatever uh, reason, you know, the, the, her husband was... was, was uh, 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 one of the sons of the prophets. He, he was a, 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 a holy person, a, a man of God. And uh, she found herself in, in a, 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 a position of, of need. You know, I, I don't know, have you ever been in a place that, that what a situation arises uh, uh, that you've ever been... Uh, uh, Something happened. Uh, something um, 
in, in a sense, uh, 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 something bad happens, something uh, unexpected happens, and uh, um, you, you're not expecting it, and yet you find yourself in a situation where you don't know what to do. <laughs> what do you do when you don't know what to do? <laughs> you know, um, I, I don't know about you, but I, I found myself in that position. Um, I probably have found myself in that uh, position more than one time. You know, um, I, I guess, Sister Jeffries, you found yourself not too long ago, what, with your car broke down in the middle of the road. What do you do when you don't know what to do? <laughs> I, I remember one evening we were uh, uh, on the interstate and we were going through uh, um, um, uh, um, uh, Connecticut, uh, the the uh, uh, right in rush hour, and and uh, we were on a bridge, bumper to bumper traffic, and our car decided to stall right in the middle. What do you do when you don't know what to do? And 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 uh, um, in that situation, um, believe it or not, I stayed calm. I wasn't the one driving. Uh, I was in the passenger side. I said, "Throw your emergency blinkers on, coast to the side, and come to a stop." I said. Uh, believe it or not, I'm sure somebody has got an eye on us right now, and it won't be too long because uh, uh, we'll get help. But just just let the car stop. We got the car stopped, and, and traffic was going around us, and our blinkers were on. And I said, try to start it again. Let's put it uh, in park. Turned the ignition and the car started, and we was able to get out of that situation. We have a lady here that has a situation. She uh, unfortunately not only has lost her family, her husband, the breadwinner, the the one who would, uh, provided for them and was responsible for providing for them, but she finds herself in a place. Let, 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 that was terrible in its own self. But she found that, that and, and it happens so many times, especially uh, to, to wives who lose their husbands and, 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 and they were the sole bread earners of the home. And, and to find yourself that she, uh, not only uh, what, did she have that loss, but she also found herself in debt, a debt that she could not take care of. A problem had arisen. So where did she turn? She turns to the man of God. Hallelujah. You know, she makes an appeal. She asks. You know, when you don't know what to do, and, 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 uh, when, uh, what to do when you don't know what to do. Well, brothers and sisters, you've got to be able, uh, you, sometimes the only thing you can do is you got to ask. you got to find somebody that you can turn to that can give you guidance and direction. And, uh, you know, in, in this day and age, there's so many people out there 
that, 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 that it seems like we, we will turn to. We, we look at, at, at our problem and we try to find a person who's familiar with that particular problem. And we find ourselves turning to that person. And why? Because we trusting that they know how to help us out. And, you know, brothers and sisters, what do you do when you don't even know a person who knows a situation? If we would just turn to a source that we know, a voice, glory to God, turn to the man of God. Turn to God, glory. In essence, when she turned to the prophet, what was she doing? She was turning to God for help. Amen. We'll ask everybody else before we ask, well, what does the preacher know? Or what does, what does uh, uh, that Christian, what, what was the, my brother would know? Amen. It goes to church. What would he know? Because sometimes, brothers and sisters, when she turned to God, Little, I mean, turned to the man of God. She was literally turning to the voice of God. You know, hallelujah. Have you ever heard the voice of God? Have you ever heard God speak? Hallelujah. I cannot identify an audible sound of God's voice that I could say that you know God could speak right now do you really I believe that he could he could say something and amen we could hear the words and he has a few times but you know something brothers and sisters I can stand here this morning and tell you that I've heard the voice of God many times God, through my parents, through Sunday school teachers, through brothers and sisters in the Lord, amen. You know, I, I, um, there was, um, this was a few years back, um, we, um, we were working this is many years back. Matter of fact, this is way back there in, in the early, early 90s. We were working for Brother Dismore. And uh, we came home for the weekend. And uh, um, I, I believe we were probably staying with our parents. And uh, we went to... Um, start our car and our car would start up but as soon as it started up uh we had one of them cars that you didn't hit the gas pedal if you hit the gas pedal you flooded it but the car would start up but as soon as you started it up it would die well we was able to do what we weren't supposed to do but when we started it up, we hit the gas pedal and was able to keep it running. And uh, I remember we went to church and uh, there was a couple guys in the church that um, knew things about cars. 
and worked on cars. And uh, so, of course, I sought those individuals out, and I told them my situation, and they were fiberglass, yes, that they were puzzled. They really, they gave me a few suggestions of what it could be, which I, I always thought the worst. Oh, no, man, we're having carburetor trouble. We're having, which was fuel injectors, but we were having, I mean, you know, I, I was taking the worst, okay? And so we had service that night. And uh, on the way out, I don't know um, uh, uh, how the, the situation came, but our, um, as we passed the, the, the minister, he was standing there shaking hands, and uh, um, we got in conversation. And, um, you know, I, I, I was... Yeah, we'll probably say it lightly. It's been many years ago, but if it was through other experiences, you know, you probably could tell there's something wrong with me because that was what was on my mind. I was worried, and especially then when I really didn't know what to do, and 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 listening to the uh, people who 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 knew things about cars, and they couldn't tell me what was wrong. I don't know what for whatever reason, but I shared it with the minister that night and he just casually said well on your way through Romney stop and buy a jug of fuel injector cleaner and put in your car and I'm thinking well he's a preacher I mean hey this particular man if he told me to you know uh I'd probably be more apt to take water and pour in a jug believing it would be wine than, than for him to know what he was talking about uh, with my car. Uh, but you know what? We stopped and got a jug of that fuel injector cleaner and we put it in the gas tank. And you know what? It took care of my problem. We don't think the man of God knows what he's talking about so many times. If we could just trust that sometimes how God's voice is used, we need to ask. She asked the prophet, she had a problem. She turned to him. Oh, we'll turn to her family, and it's not that family can't help us. We'll turn to the professionals, and it's not that they can't help us. We'll turn to doctors. We'll turn to lawyers. We'll turn to professional bankers, and we ask questions. And you know something? Sometimes if we would seek out the voice of God. Where do we find the voice of God? The man of God? Have you ever tried turning to the word of God? Amen. Glory to God. What to do when you don't know what to do? Well, brothers and sisters, she did something. A simple thing. The only thing she had left. The only, the only option she had. I mean, when you're out of all options and you don't have no other options and you don't know where to turn, amen, yes. Uh, we were in Winchester just a few years back. Our car, a uh, 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 battery light came on and, and uh, stalled it. 
Well, we got to the uh, Hobby Lobby or whatever down there. And the car died and wouldn't restart. I didn't know what to do. You know, I I, I could, uh, 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 you know, call someone. But, but, you know, in a situation like that, well, I just waited. And people were coming out of the uh, uh, store. And I chose an individual. And uh, could you help me give me a jump? And you know something? I got my car started. We've got to ask sometimes. We don't like to. You know, amen. There's a couple things, brothers and sisters. The question. When you find yourself in that kind of a situation, are you too proud to cry out to God? Are we too proud? Got too much pride to go to God? You know, I know sometimes uh, if we kind of got lazy and let down on our prayer life, that might keep us from wanting to cry out to God. But you know something, Brother Smith, that's, It'd be the only option. Amen. And you know, another thing, where do you go? To whom or to what do you go to when life tumbles on you? When life comes crashing down, who do you turn to? You know something? There's no more despairing, depression, sad to be. It's when you find yourself at the bottom and you have nowhere to turn and you don't know who. Glory to God. And thank God that I've got a God in heaven, a Lord and a Savior that I turn to. You know, I feel guilty, Lord, because I know I'm praying like I should and reading the word of God. But you know something? He's a friend. Glory to God. Well, there was something else she had to do. Not only did she have to ask, but then she has to listen. Amen. We had so many times we'll ask, but there's another step we got to do. When the minister told me to stop and get fuel injector cleaner, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of played with the idea, well, he know, you know, but what would I have to lose if I just followed and listened to his advice? It would have been easy just to I, he, I, I'll just wait till tomorrow to call a garage or call a mechanic. Hey, he, why should I waste my time and money on something that I didn't think that, that, that would take care of the problem? How know that that would take care of the problem. <laughs> what about the king? I, I believe it was Syria that that uh, went and sought out the prophet. Had leprosy. And his wife had a little maid who told her that, hey, there's a man over there in Israel that uh, could help your husband. And he goes 
and seeks this old prophet out. And you know, the prophet doesn't even come out to talk to him. He sends his servant out. He says, go down to the river, the river Jordan, that dirty old muddy river, and dip yourself seven times in the river. You know, the king, well, why should I have to do that? I got better rivers where I live. And one of his servants said, what will it cost you? If you listen, and you know what? He listened to what the prophet had said, and he went and dipped himself seven times in the river, and God healed him. We've got to listen. When God does speak, and we get the instructions of what we have to do, we need to listen. (laughs) Glory to God. I'm glad I listened that night. I'm glad I listened, amen, to the instructions of the most unlikely person who would know what he was talking about. And because of that, it probably cost me, saved me a whole bunch of money if I would have went to a garage. Because even if they would have told me the same thing, they would have charged me for the first hour. Amen. She listened to the prophet. What did he tell her to do? Go out and get jugs. Fill them jugs up. With what? Well, he asked her, he said, what do you have? And she said, the only thing I have is a little jug of oil. Just a little jug of oil. Not very much oil in here. Just a little bit. Well, go out and get all those vessels. Borrow every vessel you can find. And borrow, I mean, get every vessel that you can find. Bring them to your house. Shut the door. And take this little jug of oil that you've got and start pouring it in your vessel. The first vessel she had was a big old five jug wouldn't even make a smear on the bottom of the jug but she was listening to instructions she followed instructions oh brothers and sisters we've got to listen hallelujah (laughs) listening and hearing You know, they sound the same, but they're not the same. There's a difference between hearing and listening. Husband and wife in an argument. (laughs) Spatting back and forth. The husband says to the wife, Okay, okay, I heard you. I understand you. The wife responds by saying, you don't understand me until I think you understand me. I've been told so many times, I hear, but I don't listen. It wasn't just recently. 
I was in conversation. And uh, I was sharing, I would ask the question I, of a situation. I had some items that were scattered. <laughs> um, oh, in, in a particular place. <laughs> I asked a question. What do I do with them items? And uh, I got an answer. And my thing, question when I asked, I had an answer. You know, I have a problem so many times. I'll ask something and uh, uh, wanting an answer, but I've already got the answer, so I answer it. <laughs> I thought, well, to solve it, I just take it and put it in another area. But the answer that I got from the person who I asked was get so and so. And that's all they got out, and I answered, put it in another place. I knew immediately I messed up because I could tell by the tone of the voice that, you know, I, I wasn't, I was hearing, but I didn't listen. So I begged forgiveness. And uh, the advice was, Put it in another place. But the add-on was, put it out of reach in another place. Sometimes we hear, but we don't listen. There's a difference, isn't there? We need to listen. We need to listen. When some, God instructs us what to do, we need to listen. And then, brothers and sisters, we've got to trust. She gets all those vessels in her home, fills up the whole room full of empty vessels. She's looking at all those empty vessels with this. The man of God said, pour this out into a vessel. Can you imagine what, how would you feel when the man of God says, this little jug, just this little smidgen of oil, who, who would, would you even want to try it? Like I said, that first jug sitting there, you ain't even going to make a smear. She walks over to it, turns it over, and lets the oil in this little jug begin to drip down into that vessel. It's like last night when I was trying to wash my laundry. <laughs> I was, the wash machine, I could hear the pump kick off and kick on, kick off and kick on. 
And 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 I went down and looked, and and our, our, our worship machine, you can look down inside. I could see two little dribbles of water coming down. Well, it concerned me because we'd been in that place before when we only got dribbles. And usually we had to take the hose off in the back and clean the filter back there because it would uh, uh, gather up uh, um, rust and stuff. Uh, and our copper lines are old. And Well, anyway, make a long story short, um, I thought, well, that's what, and, I, and uh, I couldn't take the hose off, and I couldn't find a pair, set of channel locks. So I s just decided, well, um, it was cold water going in, and uh, it had been going in for a long time. So why don't I try the hot water? Maybe the hot water line is free, and I get more hot water. Well, I pushed the button off, and it went beep, beep, beep. It was one of the, it's a new wash machine, okay? So you got to understand, new wash machines are different than old wash machines. Uh, this wash machine, I don't know, didn't know this, but it's got a brain in it. <laughs> and, and, and... <laughs> So I had to reset it, and I reset it on warm. I used warm water instead of cold water. And guess what it did? I pushed the button. I thought, well, it'll just continue filling up. It drained all the water that I had in there to hold that cold water out. And it started all over again. And my pump can't take all of that. But it started with two dribbles of water. And the streams looked a little faster. I said, well, that hose has to be a little better. And so I just stood there and washed it. And it would dribble. And, and, and probably for about three or four minutes, that's all I got. And then all at once, I heard something go whoosh. And a great big stream of water came pouring out. And I said, well, that hose ain't clogged up. And it filled it up, and I thought, man, I'm on easy street now. And it got up there, and guess what? That heavy stream of water stopped. And I said, oh, no, here comes two little streams of water again coming out. And this time, low, it would run for about 15 or 20 seconds, and it would stop. And then it would start again with two streams of water. And I stood there for a half an hour thinking, you only got a little bit farther to go. It don't have to go very far. But I didn't realize that that wash machine was thinking to itself, it's got a temperature. So it would give a little cold water and a little hot water to make it warm water. And you know what? For a whole hour... <laughs> Uh, I gave up, and I went upstairs, and it was still a little bit run and a little bit off. I, I was told it, it'll be fine. Go to bed. That's what I said. I went to bed. And guess what? This morning when I went down, my laundry was done. Smart wash machine, huh? A particular brain. We got to trust sometimes. But you know, I, I don't do that so many times, Brother Smith. I want to panic. I think I'm one of these guys that's got to have it done now. 
But you know what? You got to give it time. You got to give it time. It's going to take time for a little jug. A little jug of oil fill up all those vessels. But after a period of time, guess what? She ran out of vessels to fill. And then she wanted another one. And she didn't have none. And that little drip of oil stopped. She got her test. There was a, a nun. You probably have heard of her. They called her Mother Teresa. And she worked in a very poor country. And uh, she was asked by a person one time. She was asked the question. She says, why is it the untouchable class? The poorest of the poor. Why it seems like that they're the ones drawing to Jesus. And her answer was, when Jesus is all you got, you discover that Jesus is all you need. Glory to God. When you find that Jesus is all you got, you discover that Jesus is all you need. There's a story. Matter of fact, it, uh, in the New Testament, in the Gospels, it's the first recording of the first miracle that Jesus performed. He was at a wedding. And they had the drink, the wine or whatever. And... Uh, they ran out of wine for the wedding. Well, the mother of Jesus says, go ask my son. Well, she will go ask him. Hey, Jesus, they're out of, they're out of wine. And his answer was, what, mom, do I have to do, right? I mean, you know. And then he told the servants, go get water and fill up those wine jugs. Wow. Jesus, they don't want water. They want grape juice. <laughs> they want wine. They want, 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 that's what they want. He said, fill them up. And then after they filled the jugs up, he said, pour it out and give to the, 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 uh, uh, the host and let, and, and let him taste it. And so they filled the jugs up and they poured it out. And we all know the first miracle of Christ was when he turned the water into wine. Now, anybody that's got any expertise of all and that knows anything about wine, is that the best wine takes time. Matter of fact, the most expensive wines that you can purchase, and I am not promoting buying wine, okay? I'm just telling you a fact. The most valuable wines out there are years and years and years old. Matter of fact, some of it is over 100 years or more old. 
the longer it ages, the better it gets. But instantly, when that water was turned to wine, just ordinary water, the answer was, why do you hold back the best to the last? Ordinary water turned into the best wine in Israel that day. Ordinary oil from a wee little jug turned into the best quality of oil that has ever was known in Israel. Matter of fact, the valuable of it was enough to pay her debt off, and the man of God says live off the rest. That just wasn't ordinary oil inside those vessels. She trusted the man of God, and she got the best there was. Let me tell you something, 5,000 men plus children ate the best bread and the best fishes they ever ate in their lives when a little boy gave up his ordinary lunch to feed a multitude. When we trust God, we will find ourselves glory to God. Hallelujah. What do you do when you don't know what to do? You ask. You listen. And you trust. In 1990, there was a man who was desperate for money. He took a gun, a pistol, and he held up a bank. In that robbery... Of that bank, he was only able to get $6,000. He was soon after caught by the police, and he received the sentence of six years. The pistol that he used was a forty-five Colt. After his arrest, the police got the pistol that he used in that robbery. They discovered that that particular gun was a very rare model that only a hundred of them had been made. And that that gun was worth over or about a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> That gun that that man held and only got 6,000 bucks and found himself in a whole mess of trouble, throwing in jail when he didn't realize that what he held in his hand was more valuable and could have kept him from a mess. Brothers and sisters, we've got to trust God. What do you do when you don't know what to do? Turn to God. Will you stand with me this morning? Father God, I thank you for this service. Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Sister Cassandra, would you come? And could, could you play that hymn, Trust and Obey? For there's no other way. No other way. Glory to God. You want to trust?